Hey, it's Lacey J. And I'm Ben. This, this is Mowage. Hey there, folks. It's Lacey. Well, I was waiting for you to say and Ben. <laughs> and, I guess it, and still and still she's waiting. <laughs> we, I said it in episode one. Make him wait for it. Honestly, I mean we probably we just said it in the in the little opener too, so I don't know what the fuck. All right, here we are. Episode two, first one for patrons only. Um and speaking of which, thank you to everyone who actually subscribed to the Patreon. Um, one of them was my mom. <laughs> it's bound to happen early on. That's just the way of things. But I'll take it. Um, and so, yeah, here we are. We're going to talk today about kind of the first time that we talked about and toyed with the idea of being non-monogamous, what happened, and um, why we took a a few year break after that. Yeah. Yeah. So whose idea was this, Ben? All of this sexy stuff. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's God because I'm not, I'm oh not my religious, God. but um, I don't personally think we're, most people are designed for monogamy. So um, it was sort of, I think I had mentioned it early on. And you were really more of the instigator, though, yep. I think, when it came down to it. That's true, actually. So what's interesting about that, I have been married twice before, and both of those relationships were monogamous. Although, I can't say that we didn't talk about it. I don't know if all couples do that, or if it was, in hindsight, I think it might have been me that was curious about that. And, um, but n nothing had ever been put into action. And then when we were dating early on, you made some sort of offhanded comment about it's most of my comments are <laughs> offhanded <laughs> but it was something... or backhanded. <laughs> it was something about, uh, monogamy is overrated or something. And I, it was within the first few months of us dating and I just kind of went, Oh, and filed it away because it was early on. And I'm always thinking about wood. <laughs> Come on. So I was talking about mahogany, sweetheart. <laughs> I told you, I always think about wood. <laughs> I think about wood too. <laughs> I know you do. That's why we're talking about this. Oh my God. Point is I filed it away. Had I been previously, like now I approach relationships as, you know, the, as non-monogamous, but I didn't realize that I, I maybe I could have just brought it up right then. I just sort of filed it away as like, well, maybe this is something we would revisit if we're a couple. Like it wasn't, I didn't think it was something to bring up early in a relationship. Just, which, wait, just wait till he gets fat. No. <laughs> so the point is, like a lot of couples, we decided we were going to find a third and have a threesome. And when I say a lot of couples, I mean a lot of couples make that decision. I don't know that it actually, no, I'm certain it doesn't happen it, <laughs> for every couple. Most that, often does not. <laughs> that makes that decision. So we jokingly went to look for a unicorn. And um, seller's market, folks. <laughs> I mean, it's the seller's market. Like It's 
It uh, is just as hard as you would imagine uh, (laughs) to find. Walked into that one. A unicorn. They're aptly named, I believe, is the point I'm trying to make. So we got on some sites. We tried. We wrote clever profiles. And, oh, gosh. Exceedingly clever. Yeah. And and then even, got on even. Maybe too clever. So some of the sites was just like nudie pictures and stuff and it was weird everything about everything we did was awkward and we went to all the wrong sites for well for anybody that would want to like anything serious like if you were looking if you were any like if you were looking into something that you would maybe you know a few years into enm or polyamory where you you've kind of figured some things out yeah we did the opposite of all of that (laughs) like it was just uh you know we didn't do our research and um, well, we didn't understand the community hence, or the culture. Hence yeah. the story we're about to unfurl for you. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I think I managed I managed the apps and I was doing all of the conversing with people. And I feel like we met a lot of people. And not that this isn't different with any dating site, but on some of the trashier ones where we thought we were just going to get to go pick out a girl. I don't know what the hell we were thinking. <laughs> this isn't Prague. Um <laughs> What we would come to find out later, um, more recently in the last few years, after getting more into poly and ethical non-monogamy culture, that the the unicorn hunters, those couples, they're kind of, they're like the... The weekend warriors. Well, no, but I mean... It, Armchair quarterbacks. <laughs> They, um, it's, it's, there are, there are ethical issues to just kind of like looking to use another person. And it was a lot of things that we didn't really consider, um, in the beginning and have learned better now. So that's definitely a lesson learned. Then you got to admit there's a, there's a certain amount of ego in that you're like, you feel like, okay, well, we've, we've sort of crossed this threshold where we'll, we're, we're willing to do that. So Obviously, there will be choices. Right. <laughs> like the ego inherent right, right. in that decision making is 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 pretty funny when you look at it. Um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. an interesting observation. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, especially in hindsight, just sort of the idea that it was like, well, we're going to do this now, so clearly, yeah, it'll happen. Look how enlightened I am. Don't I deserve <laughs> all the, you know all the all the all the hot pussy that that's in my imagination? <laughs> so. No, that was a question. Like, for real. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. See, this is why it's awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So we got contacted by a couple. And I think it was actually the guy and I that made contact first. Um, I say the guy because I could not tell you <laughs> what their names are. <laughs> I remember his name. I won't say it. I don't remember hers. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to myself, I am not good with names. I may no. not have even remembered them that night. No. <laughs> so. No. So we chatted and they wanted to know, were, did we date other couples? And we were like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we're here to find out, I guess. Well, it wasn't though. We, we didn't. We didn't discuss that until this happened. Yeah. And um, 
so I think I remember you just being like, well, fuck it. Let's just, cause they wanted to go on a date. Yeah. And that was your attitude was fuck it. Well, I mean, to, to, to my credit, like at the time I didn't really have a whole lot of time to invest in what we were going to do. I was working a, I was working two jobs. I was working a ton of hours and you know, you had sent me a picture of like, it was a picture of her and I was like, damn, all right. <laughs> she was all hot. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I think at that point it was, you know, I, it was that same thing where it was like, well, we've made this decision. So why the hell not? Like, yeah, well, not, not a whole lot of thought put into no, it. No, there was not, a, there was not a whole lot of thought. Uh, which is not recommended. If you're thinking that you may want to be non-monogamous, put some fucking thought into it. Yeah. So it's a fucking minefield of what emotions, ego, emotions, ego and yeah, yeah, everything, sure. everything. Yeah. So, um, so we went on the date. Yep. And they, I think they lived north of Seattle, but we had them meet us just literally around the corner from our apartment in a bar, which is no longer there. But it was like a swanky little martini bar, yeah. basically. And um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we kind of had a good time, yeah. right? And and the conversation was good. The energy was good. But then, again, like the entire time, my stomach was tied in a knot because I was like, what are we doing right now? So far, so good. So what comes next? Yeah. And so I recall we had a moment, you and I, in the hallway so this is the <laughs> our table the back of our table was up against the wall that on the other side of it was a little hallway like to both of the bathrooms essentially and so we had a little powwow there with for all i know they could hear everything we were saying because we were like literally just around the corner it was like a six inch wall <laughs> between us and you and i just kind of stared at each other and and did this for a while. Well, uh, what do you think? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> do you remember? I do. Do you remember any more of the conversation than that? Because I all well, I can remember, I remember emotions better than words. And I can remember that I was like wound up tight, excited and terrified all of the same I think, time. I mean, knowing my normal speech patterns and the way <laughs> I normally think, what I probably said, even money says... Let's just fucking do it. Well, and that was how, that was what you said. That was what you said about the date too. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, I can't believe I, we forgot, we forgot about this before we went on the date. So we'll pause about whether or not we went home with them and talk about before we left, you were, fuck it, let's do it. But you did have like one major concern. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what that was? <laughs> the concern of, of basically uh, any man and performance anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I can remember pretty clearly you actually saying something yeah. like, what if my dick doesn't work was essentially what you said. I'm going to be stuck just doing a helicopter all night to keep <laughs> people entertained. <laughs> well, I mean, that would work. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> Okay. Eventually you get bruises on the belly though. It's... <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So I started to get nervous at that point when you brought that up. Cause I thought you're going to psych yourself out. You just need to like, not 
think about that. But I'm not a guy, so I don't really understand. I mean, once it's once it's in your brain, I guess you can't not think about that. And this, this coming from a record of like me never really having had that issue ever in the past, I don't think. I mean, maybe some whiskey dick every once in a while, but nothing <laughs> like, you know, there had never been repeated incidents where I wasn't able to, you know. Boing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you thought with another couple and in a situation that's so foreign and all of that, you thought, oh, oh, this might, I'm, I'm just afraid I'm going to get whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. those are different circumstances. You know, yeah. if you're, you're stress testing something, you test it under the, under the, the most extreme circumstances. And I had, uh, not been tested. <laughs> wow. So we're back in the hallway. And we're staring at each other and it's, I don't know, do you want to, do you want to, what do we do? I don't know, what do we do? And so we came back around the corner <laughs> and just asked them if they wanted to come to our house because it was literally around the corner and down the hill. And they said, yeah. And I think, weren't they parked out front? I think we took their car around the corner. So I can't, park I can't remember. Driveway, but I can't remember. I do know that once we got to the apartment, everybody was like somebody said something about condoms and nobody yeah. had any. And I guess it was just sort of implied that was what was going to happen. Well, we didn't yeah. really discuss it, but you and she, the unnamed <laughs> female went to the store, went mm -hmm. to walk to the store to buy condoms. And I stayed back with the guy and I don't really even remember. I, I know that we were fooling around, but I can't really remember every detail. It's funny how memory fades and there are certain things that are, memorable and others that are not let's call her christy why are you doing she it? is to respond only to christy <laughs> american wait american, psycho. no it's american psycho <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was an american horror story and i was like no that's not right um okay so you came back and you came back with condoms i did but you came back with condoms that were to fit you and they were not going to fit he who is <laughs> unnamed. <laughs> so there was this moment <laughs> of awkwardness. Well, I, okay. To, to, he was, he was about as tall as I was. So I just, I, you know, honestly, I kind of assumed that, um, we'd be roughly equivalent in, uh, displacement. Um, wasn't true. I, I guess not. Mm. So, <laughs> So I did something stupid. You uh, you disappeared with the gal. This was the interesting thing is we kind of we we split up. Yeah. In into into different rooms essentially, and um, I'm not entirely sure why that happened that way. Which is interesting because if you guys stick around for more experiences, um, that is not the way it happens <laughs> later in our uh, adventures. Other, our other with misadventures, yeah. right? <laughs> so. We went into separate rooms and I did something really stupid. I decided I was going to try to fit the condom on his wee wee and uh, don't, don't call it that. <laughs> That's just not. Come on. How old are our fucking listeners? They do not need Hopefully, to hear wee wee. Not, not young. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so I thought this is so embarrassing. I thought my brilliant plan was that if I sat on it and there wasn't a lot of thrusting, then it wouldn't fall off. 
I mean, the condom. <laughs> and the penis. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what happened was it didn't end up really mattering. Because I did that. I climbed on top. And it was like just a moment or two. And... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he literally was like, he literally said the words, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, okay. Wow. So, yeah, I climbed off strategically and uh, the condom didn't stay in me, <laughs> which was good. So I kind of turned a fail into a win that then turned out to be a fail. <laughs> so after that, I thought, well, fuck it. I guess I'll go see what Ben's doing. <laughs> and I walked into the kitchen and you were in there. What were you doing? <laughs> well, like when we got back, I went in the kitchen to grab like some water. And then she like, she was just like hot on my trail. Yeah. And the second I stopped, like her hand came around and she like grabbed my, you know, grabbed my junk area. <laughs> and then, you know, we started kind of making out and her shirt came off and then blah, blah, blah. You know, it, uh, it, it went to where things go. Um, <laughs> and she, she went, she started to go down on me and, uh, I was just like, you know, I'm looking at this girl. She's, you know, gorgeous girl, big old fake tits. And that, was, <laughs> that was actually my first time for for fake boobs. So they were nice. Too. Th- they were beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she's she's you know she's doing her doing her business down there, and nothing fucking happens. Nothing. Like I'm I, I'm I am I'm turned on. Like it's a really hot situation, but I can't get hard. Wah, wah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, what's strange about it though, was I didn't, yeah, I always thought like if that was going to happen, that I'd feel just absolutely like obliterated. Like I would just be so embarrassed. I wasn't. And it's maybe it's just like the, the, the anticipation is always generally worse than the actual experience. Um, but it wasn't really. I don't know. It just, it wasn't as big a deal. Um, so I, 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 like- I figured at that point I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll do her then. And so I think you had walked in when I was like, well, we don't need every detail, yeah, yeah. but was- she was sitting on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but when I came in, you must've, you must've had a moment of panic before you came to this Zenness about your, um, penile issue. <laughs> Because when I walked into the kitchen, you were kneeling or kind of squatting and looked at me and turned your head sideways and looked at me and said, it's happening. And I was like, what? And for a second, I thought, yeah, it's really happening. We're actually doing this. And then I looked down and I saw what you meant. (laughs) And I was like, oh, bless your heart. So, yeah, so we have condoms that only fit one person and that person can't get hard. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're batting a thousand already. Well, the boys were. Then the gals had sex the rest of the night. Yeah, that's ago. true. That's true. <laughs> so there was thank, that. thank God for uh, double-headed marital aids. Stop it. <laughs>
I'm assuming that we've already cut off and we're, we're talking to patrons at this oh, point. God. So, All right. So they stayed like really late and yeah. we and we stayed up most of the night and it was it was fun. It was still fun. Like everyone um, was having a good time. Yeah. But then um, then afterward, it was there, there was a lot of like mind. Fuck. It was very strange that it had happened. And it felt really rushed and it felt kind of gross because we didn't really know them. Not that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with one night stands and stuff like that can be really exciting, but it, we weren't expecting it, Yeah, I guess. Uh, And it happened really fast. And so, (laughs) especially for him. Oh God. I, it's hard to remember in the moment, you know, when something, this is, we're talking, this is like 2014 probably. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to remember exactly where your head was looking through the lens of the past. But for me, I mean, just overall that experience, the way that it lingers is, a, is kind of just awkward and, and negative. Like I, I can remember that the, it was, there were parts that were fun, but that's my lasting impression about yeah. that encounter, which is something that has, I think helped to shape our ENM in the future yeah. and in the, and in the present. Um, Kind of the idea of the sort of one night stand just being. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. And honestly, I don't think it's, it's not really something that we have actively pursued since it has happened since, but it's not something that we've been trying to, to just say like, Hey, let's go out and, you know, let's, let's go fuck a couple and then, then be done with it. Like no, that it has been... not, it has not happened on a first date again. That is true. Yeah. So that's, that's not exactly that's, one of the things that we that's yeah we kind of built in uh, in later episodes we'll get into how we manage to set boundaries how those boundaries evolve uh, things like that and we'll talk about kind of the first date rules slash boundaries that we have for each other which was built off of this experience and others yeah well yes yeah I mean I, I think we had actually probably. D- done several things later in later years, like after we took our whatever that was, like six year furlough <laughs> after this experience, because it was a little like, okay, maybe we're not ready it wasn't, for that. It wasn't six years; it was like four years. Okay, yeah. um, but even Three and a half. But, but even then, like we had had a couple other experiences before we actually started like coming up with the rules. Right, that's true. So before we took the foray, though, we did go on a second date with a couple after our after our like one night stand, and even that date. We decided, I don't even remember how we managed to get talked into or why, why we thought we were going to go on a second date. I guess at that point we hadn't put the brakes on the experiment yet. So it was just natural to keep going. And, um, I mean, they they were like, they were a lot of fun to hang out with. They were fun, but there were some things that, that helped to push me over the edge to how that was our last date for like three and a half, four years. And I think what happened was, she she was very boisterous and she was very loud about being on a double date. That is true. Kind of non-monogamous date. Everybody in the place knew. Yeah, and we were playing pool and it was just she was very she was just very obvious about it and I was not prepared for that quite yet. And and it it freaked me out. It it like scared me and we 
what I was saying before is that that first date even influenced this one in the way that we had told these people, like, we, we, we're we not going to sleep with anyone on the first date. Because yeah. it kind of, like, rocked us where it was an it was overall an uncomfortable experience. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, for me, I mean, they were nice people. They were fun. But for me, that was kind of what did it is that I just wasn't I wasn't prepared. I didn't. I didn't know there was a label for it. I didn't know what ethical non-monogamy really was or the differences between that and swingers and where I fell and what I wanted to be. And and I felt really exposed in that moment when she was acting that way be, because, well, I mean, if you're not sure of yourself, then it's hard to have other people look at you, I think, is is what I was going through. So what happened after that day? How did we decide? Because they wanted to see us again, and we told them, no, we're, we're not going to do this right now. I mean, I think, I think you were uncomfortable, and you, you expressed that, and I was like, okay, then pump the brakes. I don't really, really remember, but I don't consciously remember m- me making the decision to say we're not going to see them again. I think it was you that made I it, do. and I was like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and you supported that. Clearly, I think it was me that initiated, which is funny because it was me who initiated us into the entire process in the first place. And then I just initiated us right the fuck back out, (laughs) which is not surprising considering my mental history. I mean, that's how I act. I jump headfirst into things and then I turn tail and run when I get scared. That's a. So for the listeners, yeah. what you can't see is that my husband is nodding along that, <laughs> to say, that is, oh, God, That is true. a behavior I have witnessed <laughs> on more than one occasion. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so then we, we stopped for a while. We just yeah. kind of let it go, and it always stayed a topic of conversation. And, um, well, I guess we can get back into, or we can get into how we got back into it. Um, next month yeah, for, um, episode number four, which will be also for Patreons. So Ben, what is your biggest takeaway from this? Like for me, I think we kind of already covered a little bit of how, how I felt exposed and, and I wasn't quite sure of myself at the time. Do you, can you remember how you felt or in hindsight, what's your biggest takeaway from all of that? I, I really didn't know how things were going to go. And I was sort of just like, again, I was just like, well, let's, let's just fuck it. Let's try it. Um, if I had it all to do over again, um, I think we probably would have to get to know them a little bit more. Yeah. Um, probably not done that very first night. I think like we, you know, subsequently we put like, no, none of this, no getting busy on the first date. Um, and then, you know, I think I said it earlier, uh, or in an earlier episode where it's like, like uh, pharmaceuticals are, are amazing this day and age. <laughs> and, um, you know, if you're worried that you're not going to be able to perform, there's, there's solutions for that. <laughs> yeah. When you're middle-aged, you're, you're of the age, you can go to the doctor and get that. Yeah, that is true. Our younger viewers better just, you know. I got extras. You can hit me up. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> My God. Um, okay. So somehow we managed to even skip the fact that we did go on a couple dates with just women, just us and women, and it was always awful. I mean, that's how memorable it was that we skipped right over it. <laughs> yeah. They were not they were not good. It was just weird. Um 
so yeah, I think it was all weird. And I think a lot of it had to do with just a lack of understanding. Um, a feeling of expectations of monogamy and of certain ways to behave and what society thinks. And I hadn't worked through all that and I hadn't kind of shed the, I don't give a fuck quite yet. And so that was why I think I, I failed there early on. It's like anything you do for the first time. Like if you, if you do it perfectly the first time, then it's something you were born to. It's something, you know, but most things that you try, even simple things, you don't get it right the first time. And I still look at it like we could have, we could have screwed up way bigger. You know, (laughs) there could have been, it could have been, there could have been way more fallout. There could have been way more consequences for a first, all in all, given the, you know, comedic limp dick aside, I still, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not have done it. It was something I can look back on sort of fondly and humorously. And, um, I agree with that. And I also think, yeah, I mean, we've, it, it was a stepping stone in, in the learning and oh, yeah. uh, forming our, our views up here and now in the present. Yep. So, well, how about next time, Ben, we jump into how we got back into it and uh, how we both in our middle age discovered Tinder. Um, I'm not going to make too many promises about the next episodes, but I'm going to tell you guys, we're, we're just going to talk to you, um, about us, about our lives, our experiences. Hopefully you'll enjoy them and learn something from them or can just relate to them. But, uh, I will tell you what we will keep on doing is just being honest about who we are and, uh, what we went through. She will anyway. Oh my God. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Mowage is a Space Bear Media Production. Executive produced by Lacey J. Sound engineering and original music by Benjamin Trim. You can find Space Bear Media on most major podcast apps and reach us at spacebearmedia email at gmail.com. On Instagram at spacebearmedia or on Twitter at spacebear underscore media. To get every episode of Mowage, go to patreon.com slash zero shame forties. <laughs>